Warning, this audio recording is rated for mature audiences only and contains extremely foul language such as cock, tits, fuck, douchebag, or moist. The podcast you are about to listen to does not reflect the views, opinions, or values of the TrendingTopicsNetwork.com or even the podcasters on this show themselves. We always want to remind you that you should always drink responsibly and never drink and drive. Abandon all hope, ye who listens. I like beer cause it is good I drink beer because I should If there was a song to sing I sing it and beer you bring I drink beer when I am sad Cause the beer it makes me glad Now there's nothing left to say So let's go drink beer Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! And stop! Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! Let's go drink some beer! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to All Beer Inside Podcast. This evening's episode is 53. You can follow All Beer Inside at allbeerinside.com on all social media as well. You can download the episodes on iTunes and via Spotify. Joining me are the usual gentlemen who join me for the episodes. We have from the Money Bank, C-Money. Yep. We have from the Physical Media Empire, Mixmaster Phil. And we have our residential proud boy, Mr. Old School. Jeez, man. Coming in with the fucking uppercut at the beginning. (laughs) I haven't even said anything, and I'm already a Trump fucking proud boy racist. (laughs) That's great. Apparently, it was discovered that the proud boys were actually created in Canada. So I I thought you were going to go. The proud boys were created in your apartment. Oh, yeah. At B. At B. (laughs) Yeah. I don't want Andy sending me more love letters. Ah, yes. Andy Anderson, how we don't hear from you anymore and don't really miss it. Okay. God bless uh, you. God bless you. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're still, unfortunately, on Zoom because the world doesn't know. Well, some places in the world know how to behave themselves, whereas where we live, we don't. Uh, so we are each in our individual locations. And so we're going to be enjo- enjoying individual beers. Uh, let's start with Sea Money. What you drinking? From uh, Bench Brewing, we got Cherry Grove, nice sour ale uh, with apparently Niagara Montmorency cherries. I didn't know that was a thing. Trying to see again. I don't know what it is with half these fucking beers not listing out there. AB or here, a 14 IBU. That's all I see. Really nice nose on this. Nice kiss of cherry in it. I would give this a solid uh, four on five. Very cool. Oh, Mr. Old School, what you drinking? I am drinking from, uh, thanks to you, by the way, from Whip, Whipper Snipper. Whipper Snapper. Okay, because there's like a, a light in front of the <laughs> A. So I, I thought it was maybe Whipper Snipper. Uh, thank you for the clarification. Whipper Snapper Brewing Company. This is Nog Hog and Eggnog White Stout. Okay, you, you've already tried it. What, what are your thoughts? Yeah, the nose is a lot of cinnamon, and I am not a cinnamon guy. It's kind of like Sea Money with his coffee beers. So it's Fucking it's coffee beers. It's nice and like I'm just you know not like a white stout. It's it's a bit hazy, but almost like a lager. Like it's really clear. Uh, it it's just a little too hard on the cinnamon, uh, and that's the only downside I have. And unfortunately, because I'm not a cinnamon guy, it's going to be a one seven five. Okay, Phil, what you drinking? 
from past interview, uh, Brasserie du Bois Blanc, they're Roche Marine. They're calling it a new IPA. I guess it's like their take on a session IPA coming in at 4% ABV and a very, very oddly specific 42 and, and, and a fifth IBU. <laughs> that makes it right there. Yeah, if it was just a, if it was just a quarter, it would have sucked balls. I know exactly. It's like a very specific a fifth IBU that makes all the difference. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, I like the the nose on it. It's very very like almost like light citrusy, like very bright. Yeah, it's a very crushable uh, IPA. I give it a three point seven five. Very cool. I have uh, what was supposed to be shared, but unfortunately, uh, because we have to remain in our individual homes from Rorschach Brewing Company, former interview, Normopathy is a 4.9% Pilsner. Uh, got a little story here. Uh, just Ella Hops, and uh, it says at the bottom, normal is weird. Here, uh, we believe that everyone's idea of normal is different. Normal is weird at Rorschach Brewing Company. Tastes like a Pilsner, that's for sure. Light. Faint, faint bitterness. Um, it's got got a little little bit of lemon to it. It's uh, it's a three five for me. And now let's do our virtual toast, guys. So one, two, three, a toast. A toast. Can I get a better one? Yeah, there's too much beer in the glass to make it. Oh, that's such a problem. <laughs> ah, tasty, tasty beer. You know what? This is getting better. I'm, I'm like. Uh... Oh, what the fuck's that term there? Uh, when you get kidnapped and you like love your kidnappers there. Stockholm uh, Syndrome? I'm, Stockholm I'm Syndrome. getting Stockholm Syndrome by this beer. I'm liking it more now. Uh, when I went, because uh, Ottawa knows how to behave itself, they still allow people inside to drink. And they have outdoor patios with heaters because it is Canada. One of their social media pictures is somebody drinking that eggnog stout in the snow because Canada. They're in orange, though. I went... I had it on uh, nitro there. Very, very tasty. And, and I, oh, I'm such a WCW guy, I guess. Whenever you say nitro, I'm always thinking <laughs> of like Stang and Ric Flair. And you, see Tony Stang. you see the Stang. logo and the explosion behind it. It was all about the nitro girls, and DDP's wife at the time. Beaten off. And uh, Shawn Michaels' wife was the nitro girl. George Clooney's ex was a George Clooney's ex is a nitro girl. Too bad we never got the nitro girls doing Playboy like we did the WWE uh, divas. Wow. Tell that to Booker T's. Hey, they were classy ladies. Okay, Carp. They worked in professional wrestling. They don't got to just sit there and show their junk to me. Okay. Okay. I didn't know you were a feminist all of a sudden. Oh, I'm sorry. Just because I care about human beings makes me a feminist. Wait, wait, no, but you don't. Old school. Do you have your Proud Boy belt? Because uh, <laughs> I'll be giving it to your heart now. Proud Boy champion of the world. Uh, all right, gentlemen. Let's uh, let's talk some beer articles. I actually have a couple of Canadian-based articles here. Uh, we've talked about stunt beers in the past, you know, like the mustards, uh, French mustards beer and things like that. Well, Kenora based brewery aging beer under Lake of the Woods ice. Thousand bottles of deep six stout. Or sorry, this is from CBC.ca. So you know it's Canadian. Uh, the article writer's name is Gord. You know this is definitely Canadian. Uh, so yeah, a thousand bottles of deep six stout will sit on the lake bottom until May 2021. Coming out of Thunder Bay. 
area. The Lake of the Woods Brewing Company has taken the term having a cold one to another level. Earlier this month, the Kenora, Ontario-based brewery sank a thousand bottles of beer underwater in the Lake of the Woods. They are calling the Extra Chilled Brew Deep Six. Oh, God, I'm going to push this. Rob Do- Dokuchi? Yeah, I think or, it's, or Dokuchi. That's Dokuchi? Dokuchi. I wonder if he likes Dokuchi. Right on the side. <laughs> Uh, Rob DiCucci is the director of marketing for the Lake of the Woods Brewing Company. He said the product has an interesting history. We have a brewer that actually came over from South Africa a few years ago, and we had heard of a brewery there that had done it, DiCucci said. They sunk some beer under the ocean, and it's called Driftwood Brewing. So we kind of thought that would be a really cool idea to take on and try here on Lake of the Woods. We haven't seen that really anyone else doing it in the world, to be honest. There may be a brewery in Croatia that tried it, but yeah, it's pretty unique. Dokuchi said the limited release Russian Imperial Stout, oh, that's going to be a strong beer, uh, was dropped to the bottom of the Lake of the Woods with the help of a cargo boat and diver on November 1st. It will bottle age six meters under the ice at three degrees to four degrees for six months. He said the deep six beer was cellared in the brewery for six weeks at 11 Celsius and aged with some maple wood that added a woody flavor to the beer. Dakuchi said finishing the beer under almost a meter of ice on Lake of the Woods is the final touch. So here we go. We got the cargo ship and the gentleman on the cargo ship. I hope they put like a tracking thing on this to uh, make sure they find it after. Yeah, what if it floats away? Dude, I <laughs> would get my it. deep diver shit on so quick. I'd be <laughs> like, oh shit, free beer. It's fine to find it. Somehow Rob Dakuchi and Kate Makuchi need to get together. <laughs> that would Dicucci be Micucci, yeah. the best hyphenated name ever. Uh, that's fantastic. Uh, now that it is in the water, it is actually is undergoing what's called lagering, said Dacucci. So it's a colder aging process and it's going to be down there for about six months. So we're really excited to see how this batch is going to turn out. We did a test batch last year with about a dozen bottles and it was great. I think we got to contact Watsuki. He is a diver. He does like uh, scuba diving. So maybe... We could convince him to go steal this. To go steal all his beer for us. All right. So <laughs> we got Ocean's be- Eleven this shit. Exactly. <laughs> Some of it. But should, shouldn't it be like Lake Four because it's Lake of the Woods and there's four of us? Well, five with Watsuki, so Lake Five. Sounds good. Let's yeah. do it with Kate Makuchi Dakuchi. Oh, so Lake Six then. She could be the inside and her coochie. Yeah. <laughs> Kate Makuchi Lake Seven. Dikuchi. You got a gooch uh, coochie. Uh, so when asked about the concern of losing beer to freezing, Dakuchi noted that the bottom of the lake stays at about four degrees all winter. He said that temperature is great for aging a beer. There's also a current there. So Dakuchi said Dakuchi of the beer's underwater resting place. So the bottles will be moving around a little bit, which, you know, could add something to the aging process. We're really excited to find out what's what that's going to do. Pollution. It'd be great if there's just like a bunch of drunk fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, lobsters get all fucked up. Yeah. Oh, shit. A single 750 milliliter bottle of deep six will set you back 50 bucks. Whoa. Yeah, Reese says one third of the bottles are already spoken for thanks to online sales. Here's the problem now, because Bud Light's going to see this, and like the whole Pacific Ocean's going to be covered in Bud Light Deep <laughs> oh, Six. <God. laughs> they're going to charge fucking two bucks. Yeah. What, they're going to put like cans in there and let it. Rust? Yeah, the whole like the whole <laughs> seabed floor of the Pacific Ocean is going to be Bud Light cans. 
that guy who made the, the house is gonna like go to the <laughs> work there and fucking stock up the floor. <laughs> and they don't use the best aluminum, I'm sure, so it's probably not safe for the ocean. Takuchi said each bottle of Deep Six is hand-numbered and signed by the company's head brewer and would be packaged in its own custom-printed container. He said a limited run of this beer was produced for release in late spring 2021. We already mentioned the beer price. It says it again. Takuchi said so far the response to the idea and the price point has been good. For the most part, everybody is super excited and think it's a great idea. He said, and we've sold probably about a third of our bottles already. We're doing pre-sale online, so yeah, it's doing quite well. Ah, it's another stunt beer. I, I definitely give it a try. Good for them. I'd be uh, curious. 750 milliliters, so yeah, that's something we could do is like a tasting. It's just getting all the way up to like Lake of the Woods, which is up around Thunder Bay, uh, which is a 16-hour drive from Montreal. Yeah, so here's what's going to happen. Phil's going to buy it, and then I'm going to pay half, and you guys are going to fucking... Go go all cheapo and not give him whatever the, the your cut, and I'm gonna end up paying for a beer I'm not gonna like again. Yeah, especially the part that you don't you won't like it. Well, you you're the only one who hasn't actually gone out and bought an expensive beer. Yeah, but I I pay for your fucking drinking of Phil's expensive beers. <laughs> so why do I gotta shell out more money and buy more beers? Because we, we all ship in. You don't need to chip in if you buy your own expensive. No, you don't beer. need to chip in if you mooch off me paying for the beer. That's that's a that's a deep six thing. They that's a say. deep cut six, <laughs> deep six cut. I think you just you, you need to take some time to yourself and ponder what you've done wrong. Maybe they should contact the Roddenberry family and rename it Star Trek Deep Space Six. The beer six nine. Yeah. No, they would have deep to send sixty nine. Yeah, uh, I, don't <laughs> I mean do deep six nine. Yeah, okay. From Dicucci. So what a deep six nine. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fantastic. So yeah, another stunt beer, another idea for sure. I mean, they've already sold a third of the bottles. If the image is anything like what I'm showing you guys, it it does look very, you know, it's a well set up marketing plan. It's going to draw people to it. It's an original idea. So it's classy. why not? It's a good story to tell. Yeah. got on CBC. That's pretty good. Yeah. And then free marketing from, from CBC. It's fun. I definitely like to give it a try. I've already contacted somebody from Stable Wars who lives up about around there to send me one when it's out if you can. So maybe maybe I'll get one in the mail in May or June of uh, 2021. We can make only sure hope make, by yeah, then. Make, make we sure can, to bill old school. When, yeah. When and we can only hope by then we're actually allowed to hang out again. I think so. I mean, let's be realistic. You know, like we're going in the lockdown. I'm not going to go too into it here. We're going in the lockdown too. That's going to get shut. You know, we're just going to shut some stuff down. Numbers will go down. Vaccine will kick in. Fucking tag in the vaccine. I could be doing okay by May. You just need to convince people to take the vaccine. We they're going to least- take it, man. I think you know. I honestly think that anti-vaxxer stuff's blown out of proportion. When people see they're literally not going to be able to do anything without that vaccine, even those people are going to be like, oh, "Okay, fuck it, just jab." Honestly, yeah, you're a hundred percent right because I-, I was talking with someone the other day, and they they asked me the questions. It's like, if the vaccine comes out, do you take it? Mm-hmm. And I knew my answer is pretty easy. Yeah, I'll take it. And uh, she's one that has never taken any vaccine like through her life. Wow. And she's like, honestly, I, I won't you know take it if I don't have to. But at the same time, the moment that you tell me I can't go on a plane to travel somewhere without it, I'll take it in a heartbeat. So it's just you put people in that situation where it's like it's yeah, that travel it's passport, a, right? That That's it. Hey, listen, you don't have to take it, but you ain't going 
anywhere. You're not going to a movie. You're not going to a restaurant. Like everything's going to be that at the beginning. They're going to want to see that that vaccine confirmation on your phone. They're, yeah, and everybody's fucking like jonesing to go somewhere. So that like trip thing, everybody's going to want. Like, people will even those naysayers will be like, ah, fuck it, just. But how many people like if they show it on their phone, right? Like mm-hmm. you could you could like butcher that easily. You could take that and and have somebody do some creative shit to it, and then all of a sudden there's like it's like fake IDs basically, right? You're gonna have people yeah, who, I, who haven't taken it that just got like an quote unquote underground version or whatever. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I agree. You're gonna have those those people who are gonna go to those levels. Most people don't have the sophistication or the patience, so they'll just be like fucking jab it. <laughs> jab it twice. Just jab me twice. Jab, it. jab me twice within 21 days. Uh, well, Ticketmaster's already said that you're going to have to present a negative COVID test uh, within the last 72 hours or proof of vaccine to attend a concert. So, and people are like, oh, they can't do that. And they're like, yeah, we're a private company. We can do whatever we want. So, too bad. So, good for them. I'll figure out a way to do a, a black market, like a. <laughs> License like a uh, like, I, I, I took my shot type of deal. Yeah, I suspect vaccination rates eighty to eighty five percent. Easy. We can only hope around here. Yeah, for it's gonna happen. Yeah, I'm surprised that people some people still haven't never had a shot before because I don't know you about you guys, but uh, they were forcing people to have vaccines back in school for like Hep C yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, I thought it was Hep. Well. Because I know with uh, like the Hep A B, the Prev not Prevnar, Twinrex, I want to say something. Yeah, so that's that's out of your own pocket because you know you can live with hepatitis A or, a or B generally. Where I'm sure if they had had you know a vaccine produced during the AIDS pandemic back in the 80s, people would have been lining up going like, yeah, I don't want AIDS. I want to I want to have sex without condoms. Stick me. I want to get. I need to get stuck to stick someone. So, but little did they know that the cure was money. Yeah, I believe it's uh, two hundred and ten thousand dollars. <laughs> I knew you were gonna bring that up. I fucking knew as soon as you said it. I knew you were gonna fucking go there. That's why Magic Johnson doesn't have it anymore. It, it that ponder like that blows my mind that that's still a thing. <laughs> the South Park thing? No, him. How the fuck is he still around? Oh, money. Yeah, he's he directly injected into yeah, your blood. Like, yeah, exactly. That's the cure. <laughs> See, the cure for AIDS is money. There you so. go. Okay. Article number two from Canadian Beer News. Railway City Brewing announces Brew University, Brew University, Brew University Beer Education Series from St. Thomas, Ontario. That's two Canadian articles in a row, guys. Two. Moving on up. Railway City has announced the upcoming launch of a take on a mug club that brings you a year full of education and fun. Brew University is a series of beer education nights that will be taking place monthly in 2021, each of them including an informational component, beer tasting, food availability, and entertainment. In addition to the educational and social components, all following local COVID-19 guidelines and protocols for as long as is necessary. Each event will give attendees early access to a monthly limited edition beer release. Series registrants will also, oh, and series registrants, will also receive an orientation kit, including a mug, t-shirt, backpack, 
and discounts at the brewery and other events. The full list of topics to be covered through the year is as follows. Okay, so it's a really advanced mug club from the sound of it. Or or going back to school. Right. <laughs> yeah, drinking school, though, so that yeah, sounds pretty awesome. I love that they have orientation week. Yeah, yeah. so January is orientation week. You're going to learn how to drink, taste, enjoy craft beer. February, gender studies, women in craft beer. Wait, it's not Black History Month? <laughs> I was going to say, did they take over Black History Month? Well, hey, maybe they'll have uh, Ren Navarro, known as Beer Diversity, as their women in craft beer. That wouldn't make sense. So you would have both. You would have the multi-diversity. March is Intro to Law, the IPA by Trial. That sounds what interesting. I know. I wonder if they do virtual events. Maybe I'll message them. Uh, April, Philosophy. What has been ever done? What has beer ever done for us? Well, you guys remember watching that doc, like how beer saved the world. So yeah, we know it's done a lot for us. May chemistry, the science behind food pairing. That sounds awesome. June midterms. So who's Prudhomme? Prudhomme is a certification like a Cicerone. Uh, Cicerone is basically beer sommelier. So I've we've spoken on the YouTube show with a couple of people who are doing the Prudhomme, which is pretty cool. Uh, July is fine arts and craft. August culinary arts, desserts. And beer. Okay, I'd like to participate in August. We should, once we can get together again, do a dessert beer combo night. Or tastings. All yeah. pairings, I mean. Yeah. Uh, September is Canadian history, the railway city. Uh, oh. and, and the Chinese. Well, no, that'd be in Vancouver, no? Yeah, but so. the, well, we've, we sort of made it across Canada. Yeah, yeah. I know. We've, we've all seen the videos of, hey, go in the cave with this nitrogen. Yeah. <laughs> If you blow up, whatever, too bad, bye. You're just yeah, it's the first statistic. time. Yeah, it's the first time that Canada ever produced a martial arts movie because <laughs> that guy's that guy's kung fu was really strong. Exactly, so strong he got away from an explosion. Yeah. Uh, October is business, also Hoptoberfest. That's pretty cool. I look forward to attending a Oktoberfest, uh, 2021. Hopefully, so November is statistics, the beer to wing ratio. See, that's another good one. That's weird. What about I, the beer to wingman ratio? Oh, that, that's maybe an, another proposal. Maybe that's, this is yeah, something. Advanced certification. Yeah. Maybe this is something we could do and us as all beer inside create a brewery and we have our own version of this. So, And December is convocation. That's more or less kind of graduation, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, I have no idea what that is. Uh, the membership for the <laughs> Railway City Brew University. <laughs> I guess neither of you graduated from <laughs> college or university, if that's the case. <laughs> no, I have Jesus a Christ. professional diploma. In computers, which didn't get me a job in computers. Yeah, uh, membership for the Railway City Brew University is 125 Canadian. Can be ordered now via the Railway City Brewing online store. Let's check it out. I love this concept. I think it's super cool. What's the fact that it's a year? It's yeah. A year's worth of stuff. Plus discounts. Uh, you know, you get your own mug that they probably keep there at, at the brewery. It's like a punch card. Yeah, yeah. it'd be great if it was like, uh, you know, the lockers they have at pool ha halls for like your stick and stuff like that. Like mm -hmm. you have your own locker just for all your beer gear. Right. Hmm. I know Ovalcraft, uh, which was supposed to be an interview uh, based in Plattsburgh before the world shut down. Uh, they have a mug club and they just released their their series of mugs and beautiful ceramic mugs with the their logo on it and stuff. Like the concept of a mug club is great. It's just you need to kind of have the space to do it. So. And it's a good way to have people immediately invest in your brewery. Yeah. I mean, you get like, like Phil said, it's like a punch card. I mean, we're going to post all the articles uh, on the show notes. 
via the trending topics, uh, the brand new old trending topics network.com and the website, allbeerinside.com. But see, what's nice about Ontario is you can buy beer and get it delivered. Merry and bright cranberry lager. Ooh, that sounds tasty. And they made a beer for United Way. See, look, you can even order kegs. I'm curious if they've, you know, maybe because to me, this format would be interesting if it was like almost like a, a Comic-Con, you know, over a weekend, because it sounds like it's more like panels or, or like, you know, little courses. I mean, obviously, it's not going to be too in-depth. You're probably just going to sit there and I don't know, like if they're going to get used to actual start baking or if this is going to be an online course. But it almost seems to me like this might make more sense in like a three day or one week kind of Comic-Con-esque kind of format. So I'm curious, you know, why they went with the one a month thing. Is it just to for the to be able to keep you know people interested in their brewery the whole year i'm I'm curious if you know people fall off and get bored of it well i mean you're obviously going to have your your faithfuls who probably live near this brewery who go all the time to it that it's just it's an added bonus for these guys uh kind of like stray dog brewing when we spoke to uh justin and mark uh that it was you know these are our regulars these people are in here you know once maybe twice a week where they come in, they get their free beer of, of the month, and then they just continue buying stuff and they have a discounted rate. And so obviously somebody, one of us, you know, visiting Railway City aren't going to join this uh, because St. Thomas, Ontario is, is not close in any way, uh, where if you do have your regulars in St. Thomas, Ontario, then, yeah, you're going to you're going to get a bunch of people to join up, I think. I mean, see money's the business guy. So what are what are your thoughts on something like this? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's got a good market for it. I think there's enough people that would, you know, if they if they add more, how do I say this? They add more like almost like certification to it so that you can actually, like if you're actually trying to get more serious into this, as far as a business, you can get certain accreditations. So so the Prudhomme or, or the, or a Cicerone. Yeah. But like, so it, it, you've got your foundational training, but then you've got like various other topics that you can have, um, unique certifications in so that you can like go beyond that of just like a sommelier type of approach or I saw mm-hmm. sommelier for uh, beer. Sorry. It's um, Cicerone. Cicerone. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so you get the Cicerone one, but then you could also have brewmaster. You could all, you know, like you basically get a bunch of different certifications and you know, if it's a centralized place and you get enough like um, clout to the, the school, then it can become like a legit, legit university that you have to go through and has a lot of reputation. So something that you would like proudly show up at your, uh, at your own bar. Yeah. So I'm looking at uh, the area of St. Thomas, Ontario, and there's two breweries uh, based in St. Thomas. Uh, It's about, I'd say a half hour from London, Ontario, where there's a bunch of breweries. It's a solid two hours from Toronto. So like, you know, people in Toronto aren't signing up for this, but if you live in London or St. Thomas or, or any of these like little small towns, you know, uh, Port Burwell, Woodstock, Ingersoll. I'm sure you'd probably join, especially if Railway City is one of your favorite breweries. I know they make a couple of really good beers I've had. So, so like I said, I'm sure if I live closer, there's a lot less COVID, I would probably sign up for something like this. If it's, you know, one weekend a month, and then I'm also getting a discount and all this other bonus stuff to me. It's worth the 125. So, I mean, look at the course we did at uh, the beer tasting at uh, with uh, La Brasse. You know, that was what, 25 bucks each? Yep. And that was, it was full. So, it's affordable enough too that you can, like, a lot of people can gift it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that is, that's a great, that is a great gift actually for like the, the beer lover in your life. Yep. 
So Railway City Brewing beers, I've had a bunch. Uh, Dead Elephant, Black Hole Stout, Witty Traveler, Orange Creamsicle, Arm, sorry, Orange Creamsic Ale, Express, IPL, Double Dead Elephant, Honey Elixir. Yeah, they make a bunch of beers. I love the idea. I wish I, it'd be nice if, you know, one of our local breweries had it, but they don't. Maybe it's something that myself and Phil, when doing interviews, we could bring up the idea. So... Is there a place that does a muck club in uh, in Montreal? Not that I'm aware of. Yeah, I've never noticed anything like that. Uh, no, I can't. I can't even think of one. Well, there there is a brewery. Another like breweries are opening left, right, and center during COVID somehow. Oh. Uh, and there's a new one in Hochelaga called Mutoid or Mutant in French. So that'll be one we'll have to check out uh, when we can. Maybe they do because they're only they're only growlers at the moment. Eh, all in all, super fun. I love the idea personally. Uh, it sounds I like, let's say this was our Kickstarter. Would you guys be in for this? Yeah, well, yeah I probably he, would. Like, I, I mean, I'm being realistic. If a local brewery was doing this, like that, uh, like, well, Malte Hops, I, I don't think would do anything like this. Uh, no, Malte Hops, Masorum. I don't think they'd do something like this, but I could see Four Origins or uh, Labras doing something like this. Yeah, I'd sign up if it was like Four Origins or, I don't know, even like Benelux or something. Yeah super affordable too like to me you're getting a lot for your for your for your dollar essentially you're paying like 10 bucks per event let's say you attend right yeah plus whatever because they go what t-shirts a backpack and what else like there's a bunch of stuff custom tea beer backpack and discounted prices on pours and all the other railway city events yeah that's a good deal because money t-shirts are like 25 bucks anyway yeah yeah Yeah, for sure for sure i'd sign up for that Oh, I like it. All right, cool. Uh, so at this point, we're going to take our quick commercial break, and we'll be right back after this. And that means I'm going to get another beer. This ad is for all the fellow Canadian beer drinkers listening to this show. It's time to check out Craft Tap. All Beer Inside is about drinking and supporting local, and this service lets you get tasty craft beer from across multiple Canadian provinces without having to travel halfway across our great country. You could purchase for one-time delivery or get yourself the Craft Beer Fan Subscription Package. You can grab the All Beer Inside referral link in this episode's show notes and get yourself a discount while helping out the show. Isn't it time to simply get the beer sent to you? Let's drink local and help support small Canadian craft breweries. And we're back from commercial break. Uh, so a couple of us have grabbed new beers. Sea uh, Money, I believe you're still enjoying your last beer as it is a larger beer you started Still right. on the same cherry grove. Cool. I'm going to go uh, from Lewis Cipher, also a former YouTube interview. I have their extra special bitter. It is an English style ESB IBU 34 alcohol, 5.2%. Uh, very malty, bitter, sweet, smooth, all at the same time. It's a very tasty beer. I give it a four. Phil. Again, past interview. Uh, this time I'm, I'm sticking, I'm guessing I'm sticking to session IPAs this time. From Micro Brasserie Trois Lacs. They're a jam session coming in at uh, 4.5% ABV. Uh, I'd be at four of 40. Uh, give it a 3.5. It's, uh, well, compared to the last one, it's less citrusy, so I'm getting less flavor out of this one. Very nice. Mr. Old School. From Brasserie Vruden, uh, we got La Chocolate Milk Stout, Bière Noir de Tip Ale. So a black ale beer. Thoughts? Oh, is there coffee in this? A hint. Oh, maybe that's black dark chocolate. Okay, it's probably it said black chocolate. <laughs> black chocolate, which yeah. is hilarious. <clears throat> uh, yeah, it's got like a roasting flavor, a tiny hint of like 
roasting flavor uh, as they say, a bit of black chocolate quite nice nose yeah i, I give this uh ooh, oh yeah the nice <laughs> okay. whoa no, hold on no it, it took about like turned 20 into seconds. macho man hold on. yeah calm down old yeah. school tubing yeah do, do we oh, need to take another commercial yeah. break for you to change yeah. pants or something say everything twice no it's um the the dark chocolate or as they say the black chocolate hit me like on the palate 20 seconds after it was like okay beer roast whatever and then like dark chocolate like it was just like the, the hint at the end there <laughs> just whispered nice. in your ear yeah i give it a four very cool uh so we got a couple more articles here this one's from 94.9 whom out of portland maine it looks like when temperatures drop enjoy your beer in a heated igloo at 603 brewery in londonderry new hampshire i like the sound of this uh the article writer is kira who we'll look at her picture after yes okay uh as kira posted I've been seeing these igloos at more and more restaurants, and I think they're fantastic. If you are someone who doesn't feel comfortable dining indoors yet because of COVID, these igloos are the best of both worlds. At 603 Brewery in London, Deary, they want you to know that they are taking the necessary precautions to ensure that these igloos are sanitized and safe. They took to their Facebook page to announce this starting this Friday, November 13th. Igloos are back and available for reservation only. There are eight available for booking during the cold weather months. Take a peek at their expectations and guidelines here. So that's on the Facebook page. We're not going to bother with that. It's obviously, you know, try and socially distance, wear your mask, stuff like that. Uh, They took the liberty of answering some frequently asked questions on their Facebook page to clear up any igloo confusion. So the questions and the answers, when are igloos available to rent? Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Is there a time limit? Yes, they are rented in one hour and 45 minute time blocks. Are there specific times I can rent an igloo? You're able to rent during their hours of operation, Friday, Saturday, noon to 9 p.m. and Sunday, noon to 6 p.m. How many people per igloo? Minimum two, maximum six. Can I bring my dog? Yes, duh. Are the igloos heated? Each igloo is equipped with LED lights and heaters. However, they do recommend dressing warm on the cooler days. Is there a spending minimum? Yes, Igloo reservations require a $50 food and beverage minimum, Igloo agreement signature, and CC authorization form. Can I call and book an Igloo? Sadly, no. You must reserve them online. Pretty straightforward, if you ask me. In the Igloo, you will have the option to order using a QR code that we have seen at many other restaurants during these COVID times. You also have the option of ordering directly from one of their inside bars for food and beer to be delivered to your Igloo. The Igloo sanitation measures are being taken very seriously. 603 wants you to have a safe and comfortable experience. Each igloo has a UVC HEPA air filter. Igloos are fully cleaned and sanitized by a commercial cleaning crew. That means professionals. They use Royal Cleaning Services. They allow 30 minutes between reservations to give the cleaning crew enough time to sanitize and air out each igloo. Let's check out the Facebook page and see, well, let's see what Kira looks like. Well, to be clear, they're not igloo igloos. They're not made out of snow. Eh. Oh, there's another place, Woodstock, New Hampshire Brewery. It looks like a lot of these breweries in New Hampshire are actually starting to do this. They're ordering these uh, these plastic ball things. Yeah, New Hampshire. They just blast it with some Lysol or whatever. Yeah, exactly. They look Let's small, though. Pictures. Well, they say they fit six people, I guess. They fit uh, two of me and a carp. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, that's the Woodstock one. But... Oh, it's pretty big. It's really big. Oh, that's yeah, that's, yeah, that's a pretty fun. decent sized one. 
Uh, that picture, there's like what eight people in there or something. I like the concept. It's very cool. Look at this. You got igloos in a fire, like outdoor fireplace setting area too. Local hotel jumps on igloo craze. This looks like New Hampshire's just like, yeah, let's buy a bunch of igloos. There you Some go. Company's making a fortune right now, just making these. Uh, yeah, whatever PVC piping and like plastic. Yeah. <laughs> it looks actually very cheap, but yeah, it looks cool. I love the concept. I would totally love. Sa- yeah, if it keeps people safe, why not? Yeah. I don't even think it's a false sense of security too, because they're very like they're very clean about it. After limited the amount of people, they're obviously like hoping that everybody's coming from the same household or something like that. You know, if they can, they probably have the list. Like when myself and and Phil were in Toronto, it's like, yeah, you got to sign this paper uh, just in case there's an outbreak, so we got to contact you. In Quebec, we should do. Uh, in Quebec, we should reopen some places, but yeah, we need tempos in Quebec. We need, uh, yeah, social socially distanced tempos. Yeah. Do people outside of Quebec know what what the tempo is? Oh yeah, I've seen tempos in New York and stuff. Okay, but they're not called tempos. In I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if there's if it's a brand, but uh, for those who don't know what a tempo is, it's basically a, a car cover. It's a covering for your car so that you don't have to wipe it off during the winter. It's like a tent. It's like a snow tent. Yeah. yeah. If you're lazy and don't want to clean your car, you just, you just install a tempo and and then all the snow goes in your neighbor's back, neighbor's yeah. front yard. <laughs> exactly. Or your temple collapses. <laughs> oh, I, I love this concept. I don't know what New Hampshire's COVID numbers are like. I don't think they're as bad as, you know, like New York State and stuff like that. But they are the live free or die state. Very cool concept. And the fact that a lot of these places are doing it, uh, obviously, it's helping these places stay open, uh, which is very important right now. Look, this is like a full dining set thing with <laughs> the plastic igloo. I wonder what an igloo costs them to set up versus what their uh, minimum fifty dollars food order. Now we're forty five, so that's at least two at least two pints plus food. I say that's five bills each to set it up. Yeah, they probably made their money back after a couple of weekends with people yeah. just wanting to go out and do stuff. You're very specific about like you know you have to book online. It's a very specific time, minimum price. Right now, people are looking for any kind of experience. So, give me an example. Um, they have in Laval. Uh, so, uh, Montreal, like just r- for those uh, who don't know what that is, it's like a light festival. So you go in there, kind of shopping mall, and it's a three kilometer of all these different like scenes of like all these nice lights, and they set up all these like like trees and and all kinds. Of, it's just like a I'm trying to explain it like a almost like a light show. Well, it's a, a Christmas it's, light show, or because you're in your car, so it's like the same experience as going to like a suburb. I'm looking at people's light installation in their houses. Yeah, it's a little more, more fancy yeah. than just driving around. Like yeah, because you're paying for it as opposed to like just spying on your neighbor. Yeah, yeah. But, but you know, <laughs> it was an experience. And the thing, like, it took us an hour and a half to get in. And, you know, it was an hour long, but it cost like 50 bucks. But like, what else are you going to do? So these kind of things, it's like people are longing to go out and be with each other. You know, even if it's just your little bubble, just to be out there and have a beer You'll overpay. You'll book in advance just to get that experience right now. Get that picture for the gram. Yeah, that's it. You got to get that gram pick. Uh, well, I mean, we're completely, sh- you know, we're doing dog shit for our population versus what the numbers are. But we need, I think something like this would be awesome. You know, they allowed bigger ter- patios at some places this summer. Um, for example, like Four Origins, you know, that side place where it was like, just a tree and some grass. They added a couple of tables there, which they never had. They expanded it. For example, when myself and Phil interviewed Spark Beer, 
they have a terrace in the back of the restaurant that they have to like rebuild every day because it's the garage, it's the parking lot. So they can't keep it out there overnight, but some provinces and States are allowing their people to try and survive. So I like it. I think it's cool. I I would love to see one here. Anybody else? Just take a tempo. Yeah. Forget the igloo. Just like pull your car out from your tempo. So for, I don't know for the, I guess the Americans, any Americans listening that don't live in colder climate, a tempo is basically like a plastic tarp thing that goes over your car. So you don't have to shovel it out every freaking morning before going to work. But like, just pull your cars out and kind of sit in there. You, you, they have this, most of them have zippers too on the front and back. So it's kind of the same experience. Maybe, maybe a little bit cooler. I don't know. You just need a, a propane heat, heat lamp. Yeah. Thing, heat lamp so. or whatever. And it's the same kind of experience. I yeah. mean, it's not, it's not see-through. So yeah. maybe that's, there's a, like under the stars type of component to the igloos, but uh, I, I, I'd equate it. You know, you you'd say, okay, maybe do it yourself, like you said. But there's going to be, you know, the people who watch movies at home and people who want that experience outside the home. And for those people, I think there's a market for this. I mean, the drive-in made a temporary comeback. But I don't. I feel like it's less about less about wanting to go somewhere than to be with people. I think people are comfortable if, like, if they bounce around to each other's houses as long as they can hang out, versus like having to go do um, like a destination type of event. There's probably a component of that, but I feel like more people just care about actually getting chance to go and spend time with friends and family. Maybe it's just me. Oh, it's human interaction. Some of us don't require it. (laughs) Old school, and some of us desperately require their seeing their friends. So, but you know, say if you have a group of twenty friends. And you book for these things, you know, you might not be able to hang out directly with them, but you'll be in the vicinity from one bubble to the other one. So, yeah, but what's the point? That's like going to a movie with 40 people and you're sitting beside like two handful of them, right? And- I suppose, listen, it, it ain't perfect, right? Like, in this point, you could probably mingle outside, keeping your distance, of course, and you go in your little bubble with your three or four people and you have your beers. I don't know. I mean, this like, given what's going on, like, I, I do see there's going to be a niche that's going to want it. Yeah, it's a it's an experience. Probably do it once or twice. And to me, you keep yeah. this going that once people can start going back indoors. But the concept of, of being at a patio during the winter, you know, that that's a little added for something for some people. And this could even give them a chance to recoup their losses once people can start dining indoors and outdoors again. You just yeah, you you can- keep it going all year long. If you can insulate them, I mean, you, that's the big thing. You're expanding your your seats. So if you're a small brewery and you do all these igloos, I mean, you're adding, you know, 50, 60 uh, possible patrons in your bar. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a good idea. Yeah, it's yeah. Same, so masks must be worn at all times outside of your igloo and throughout the premises. You know, it's the same everywhere right now. When you when we're allowed to go to restaurants, it's you know, uh, gotta go take a leak, put on your mask, go to the bathroom, come back, then you can take it off. Does it say watch out for falling icicles? <laughs> you get stabbed through the fucking top. There's <laughs> a massive snowstorm. You're sitting there. You're like about to drink your beer. The thing just collapses. Yep. You get crushed by another igloo. What I'm finding is some of the stuff coming out during COVID that we could bring out all year long would be great. Uh, Ontario is apparently allowing permanent beer delivery. That's going to that's gonna happen. Uh, but it's going to be at breweries discretion of, of when they want to do it. Quebec's got it uh, delivery now too. You can get you can get booze with Uber Eats now. From restaurants. But yeah. not from like uh 
straight from the brewery. Yeah, the only brewery that can deliver right now in Quebec is Kahnawake because it's native land. So they, they can only they, deliver to Kahnawake and Shadigi. Yeah, and they make their own rules. So Yeah, they apparently so make better rules. <laughs> so they'll have to go with the, they'll have to keep doing the beer store route right now, right? Like the, the one on Wellington there, the uh, one I order from. Yeah, even mm-hmm. Ontario, the didn't people freak out because they were allowing what uh, was it DoorDash for one of them skip the dishes and like LCBO? Yeah, yeah. So the uh, breweries obviously and restaurants aren't happy about that. Uh, yeah, they, they they went back, so they canceled that project. Yeah, uh, but the breweries are still allowed to deliver, and yeah. um, I know even now it's like Ontario wide. So I have family literally a hop skip and a jump from the Quebec Ontario border. So I've already asked my aunt. I'm like, hey, if I ship a bunch of beer to your house. She's like, yeah, no problem. So it's just like, a shame. Cause like Americans are so good at certain things. Not, Maybe. not all States, not all States. Okay. Fair like, fair, like, you know, I point, think it's, point you, I think it's Utah. It's, it's almost like prohibition in Utah. Yeah. Point taken, but you figure, you know, a lot of these States probably got this figured out already, you know, stuff like just del- beer delivery and all that. Like this should be a no brainer. Well, we are the most corrupt place in North America, so if the mafia doesn't get their money here, they don't want it. Then give the mafia the cut. I don't care. I just want beer. I want a Big Mac and a fucking, you know, a craft (laughs) A McBeer. A McBeer. Let's go. Give give mafia 10%. I don't care. Just make it happen. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking, like, just join the corruption. (laughs) Just like, uh, listen, you know, if they got to take a bit over the top, I want my beer and my Big Mac. Just give me the protection. I don't want any trouble. Take the 10%. It's fine. (laughs) They're all Italian, no matter what. Yeah. (sighs) So, yeah. Take the 10%. Just fix my road. Or or don't fix it. Doesn't matter. Just take the 10%. You know what? Just just have the 40 guys standing around and the the one Jamok working. Hey, we're good. Jamok. I haven't heard that since the 90s. (laughs) (laughs) Jamok. Ah, <laughs> uh, awesome. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna have to talk about a macro beer here. Uh, Bud Light has made a game console that cools down your beer. Game console? Yeah. yeah. From or a, or a gay console? <laughs> <laughs> from Worsner? W e r s m Worsum dot com? I think so. Uh, some it looks like some tech website. Uh, Bud Light made a game console. Forget the PS5. This Bud Light game console can also cool down your beer and nothing beats that. If you're still struggling to get your hands on the new PS5, stop now. Bud Light has created its own version of a video game console. It's called the BL6. has 16 gigs of memory and a built-in Asus projector. And while it only comes with six games, including Tekken 7, Soul Calibur 7, uh, sorry, 6, it is okay because that is not why you will want it. No, this Bud Light game console has something else you will want. It can cool down your beers while you are playing. In fact, BL6 is built as a six-pack of beer. See for yourself. So we got a video here. As mentioned before, everything will be posted in the show notes, so you can check out the video here. So be too loud. Very quick commercial. It showed that it's a projector with yeah, it looks built in stuff and uh, yeah, that was a reach uh, and a half. It's gonna have some like old eighties like you know shitty games. It's just it's well, a gimmick. Tekken Seven and Soul Calibur Six aren't shitty eighties games. 
especially if you're a fan of, of those fighting games, you know, getting them both with a six pack of beer. So the article continues. Isn't it amazing? The only issue I can see with this perfect gaming console is that it will be impossible to get. Getting your hands on a PS5 will be easy compared to this. The BL6 is already being auctioned at over $1,000 on third-party marketplaces. Crazy. Huh. Yeah, they released, like, I think barely 100 of these or something. The numbers were really low. BL6, the coolest, coolest questionable. Let's see what we got here. Uh, BL6 to buy, I guess. So was it like a, a PS5 hardware? No. It's, uh, no, PS4 hardware? It's, I, it's probably running some sort of... Uh, some variant of a mid-end PC at this point. Oh, okay. I thought maybe it's like an Android thing or... I think so. It's only because it's running some... Like, Tekken 6 is on the Unreal Engine, so it can't be that low spec. You some you need some sort of, like, in, like uh, dedicated graphics card on it, <laughs> which most which most Android devices running on, like, some... Uh, like the Raspberry Pis and stuff like that don't support. Well, it's not on eBay.ca. Yeah, they're impossible to find at this point. If you look for like a YouTube review of it, not on eBay.com. Uh, what the heck is this thing? There's an 11 minute video. No, we don't need the 11 yeah, minute PC video. Mag will have a good breakdown of it. Yeah, so it's uh okay, so it's based on an Intel chip. Okay, so you can make your own. Six pack cooler. Here we go. BL6 is a Windows 10 PC equipped with an Intel i7 1065G7 CPU okay, and 16 now I fucking want this thing. <laughs> gigabytes of RAM with a built in projector, all packed into a big blue case designed to look like a Bud Light six pack. Specifically, the PC appears to be that be a Microsoft Surface Pro or similar system. And the projector is an Asus Zenbeam 720p projector. It has Intel Iris graphics instead of a beefy graphics card, and it still has enough oomph to play Tekken 7 and Soul Calibur 6. In fact, those two games are pre-installed on the BL6, along with RBI Baseball 20 and a few other games. It's more solid than a Windows 10 not-quite-gaming PC and a small projector, though. Those six cans on the case are more for, are for more than looks. The front two cans are cooling fans, but the middle two are holders for the included game controllers, which are BL6 branded 8-bit dough N30 Pro Plus game pads. And the rear two cans are drink cooler compartments. So you're only able to cool six, uh, two beers at a time. But That's it does terrible. cool your beers, which is kind of interesting. So the reviewer, I need some more time with the BL6 to just see how goofy we could get with this. Fascinating hardware. So far, however, it appears to be a real labor of love from Bud Light's engineering team, which is a thing that exists, apparently. Yes, it's a weird beer-selling marketing stunt, but it's also a pretty neat piece of technology in a really eye-catching case, and it's a functioning piece of electronics, not some 3D-rendered monstrosity that will only appear in a commercial and nowhere else. Well, wasn't the... Was it called the Oom or whatever? What? Old school. What was that gaming Uma? system? You, the oh, the Ouya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. So oh, what a piece of shit that <laughs> it was. Way ahead, it was ahead of its time. It was ahead of its time, but the hardware was garbage. And yeah. like, all, there's no game developers that went to it. No, not no, not before they opened up the Android store, like it is right now. Because <laughs> that that was before the era of like a Clash of Clans and all these like even Fortnite on Android. Oh, I mean, thousand dollars would I get one? No, if I could find one for cheap. Maybe Th this a collector. You're gonna see most people won't even open this. 
because they know it's going to go for 10x and yeah yeah that's they're not a lot of people are just not even going to open it it's it's so rare uh some of the headlines bud light builds intoxicating six-pack gaming console (laughs) bl6 sells for fifty thousand. what fifty thousand dollars there's no way i'm telling you people want unique they're attracted to it and for you know for a electronics kind of collector i mean imagine this thing just came out imagine in 10 15 years man it's gonna be up there that's wild uh i mean lovely like really cool concept but uh, you know to me it's it's an unrealistic price well i'm guessing if i got it when it was first for sale it was probably what like 200 bucks maybe they, they are not trying to make money off this they they they're it, like you said marketing stunt and it worked we're talking about it yeah that's true uh, BL6 doesn't say the price. I wonder how much they sold it for initially. Bud Light joins the console wars. Yeah, something tells me they're not going to win that one. <laughs> the console war? No. Yeah. I remember, did you guys ever read the Control-Alt-Delete comic? Yeah. So, yeah, they did like a console wars where it was like they were live characters and it was like Xboxes versus PlayStation versus Wii. But like the Wii was like a special kid. <laughs> Yeah. Somebody's trying to find the price? Yeah, I can't find it. Nope. Nope. Oh, well. Cool, if yes. Have, if you have one, send it over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll we'll totally review it and, and give it a try and not resell it 10 years later. No. So. I mean, for that price, I don't know. It's a, it's a 720p projector. It's, uh, is there could something that... For, could be fun for, like, a portable Plex thing. Yeah. Is there something that you're going to try and get some sort of correlation with uh, Spearhead Games and, and InBev? Phil? Sure, sure. We'll do uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll do a console. That yeah. is that is not Bud Light. <laughs> Start talking to La Brasse or Kanawaki Brewing. For a console? Yeah, sure. Let me, get, let me get in touch with China. Oh, there you go. Perfect. Yeah. Just uh, have them keep like other stuff over there. Yeah. So. In exchange for uh, freeing whatever, that Huawei chick. <laughs> We'll discuss a Well, there's discussions happening with that right now. So, don't but, spoil it. What? <laughs> don't ruin case. it. What if fucking P Z Z Ping whatever? What if he listens to this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He listens. Like I'm sure he has a feed to like CBC News or something. <laughs> or someone, someone, ha- some some poor guy in China has to watch our terrible like gov- government sponsored. News like, and has hey, to write a full thing about you and our all beer inside. We gotta fucking forget the next the deal, next the deal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bunch of drunken asshole Canadians. Uh, good stuff. Becoming a regular part of the show, the crowdfund. This what we do is we grab something from either Kickstarter, Indiegogo, one of those places, and we decide if we're going to buy the game or beer or brewery or support one of these places. Uh, so today, as of the recording on December 12th, there's 24 days left to go. 35 backers currently at 1425. It is called What the Pong. What the Pong is a beer pong enhancement game. If you like playing beer pong, then you'll love playing What the Pong. Coming at a tabletop games out of Las Vegas, Nevada. Play. What's up, Kickstarter? If you love beer pong, then you're gonna love our new game, What the Pong. But don't take my word for it. It's lit! This is What the Pong. 
It's a beer pong enhancement game we created. Super easy to set up and super easy to play. What you do is you roll the die. It's gonna show one of these three categories. One of those categories is luck or fuck. It can be randomly good or randomly bad for you. You got hot seats, those are questions. Get it wrong, get it right. You're gonna win, you're gonna lose. How many teams are in the NFL? 16. Wrong, oh, 32. <laughs> I lost my turn. The last category is trick shot. These are very challenging beer pong shots that you're gonna have to make. It might be bouncing it off the ceiling or doing a plank and throwing it, or a hook shot. The last card in the game is a re-rack card. <laughs> Everyone gets one re-rack in the game like normal beer pong. All you do is slam it down and say re-rack, and then you get a re-rack. So you, you can play with six to 10 cups if you want, whatever you want. It's lit. Way too many people try to use the word lit. Yeah, so uh, that's What the Pong. Cheesy so video. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. All right, What the Pong. They already explained it. Banner of quote from... So, okay, so let's see. Set up your beer pong night by adding some fun twists to the gameplay with What the Pong. Roll the die. So they already said that. Or luck... Uh, I think it was supposed to be luck or fucked card. Roll at your own risk. Inside the box, you got 60 hot seat cards, which is the trivia... 60 lucked or fucked cards. So let's see. For example, luck or fucked, remove one of the cups you're throwing at. It's kind of awesome to be you right now. Whoever currently playing is the youngest to get gets to take two shots right now. Time to prove yourself, youngster. 60 trick shot cards. Some of the trick shots, you don't even have to be in the same room to play this game. Throw the ping pong ball from a different room. Uh, take a load off, sit and relax. You must sit on the ground and throw the beer pong, uh, the ping pong ball. Re-rack big die, pong balls. You got the bundle deal, which also comes with a game called Don't Get Drunk and the Don't Get Drunk expansion pack. Okay, so let's see. $1 pledge just to say, hey, I'm supporting it. US $15 gets you a copy of the game. That's actually yeah, not terrible. Perfect. At that, that was the price point. I'm like $15, yep. $20, i am in. <clears throat> yep. Uh, estimated delivery. Oh, it's US, made. so that's like 40 Canadian. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, only ships to you, United States. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Oh, so 20 oh, okay. is to get 20. it shipped anywhere in the world. Uh, this is for retailers. Verification will be required. Twenty dollar deposit. You will message you. Thirty bucks gets you two. Forty five gets you the bundle, which is the three games, and that's it. They don't go any higher than forty five for their beer pong deal. That's not bad. See, they, like, this is what I like about Kickstarter. They've got a product ready to go. You're not trying to pay for their fucking development or whatever, and you're getting something tangible from it, and it's a reasonable price. This is one of the few things that's like, oh, invest in our brewery, and maybe you get a shirt for $8,000. No, this is like four, fucking 15 bucks, and you get a fun little game. Like that, to me, I'm in. I thought, you know, the guy's a bit of a fucking douche share, but whatever. Like, the game looks all right. Oh, he was terrible at selling the game. Yeah. Yeah. That was embarrassing. Uh, it's lit. It's lit. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, I can see past that because I look, I'm like, okay, I envision like, can we, you know, have fun at a cabin playing this game or whatever? Yeah. And it's, it's 20 bucks Canadian or whatever. So I'm down. Anybody else want to chime in? I'll let Phil go first. I don't know. Is it really an enhancement to beer pong? So I'm going to show you guys after a game, a beer pong variation that my nephew picked up for me. Okay. Uh, there's a video for it, so. Right. But because it yeah. seems like 
it seems like you would come up with these rules anyway if, as the drunker you get but to like play this as a game i don't know that, that that's my thing right so it's it's trick shots mm-hmm. we've all done that before that's not special yeah i think i think where there's interest is like when you get the cards where you get to like remove a cup or like change up the game a little bit the flow is interesting mm-hmm. the re-rack card makes no fucking sense yeah, just you like re-rack you, anyway. Yeah, you have to re-rack anyway. So there's well, that that to me that was like way too much emphasis on re-rack. Maybe um, the concept is you don't actually uh re-rack until somebody places the re-rack card. It feels that it feels like it's that way, but yeah, does it improve the game? I don't I don't think no, so. No, that's the thing. And the trivia, I didn't get the trivia. Like, so I get a question right or wrong and you win or lose. I'm like, what win or lose what? I guess you miss you don't take a shot if you uh if you don't get it right. <laughs> I think that has a limitation based on the number of cards you have, though, right? Like, you play this, you play a night of beer pong, and you fucking know all the answers. Okay, so the re-rack, it's, yeah, yeah, you're you're basically playing a beer pong, and you only get to re-rack once per game. So you just decide at any given point, like, you hit one cup, you're like, (laughs) re-rack. Yeah, but I think it's realistically, like, you'd have to be under six. Here we go, the trivia stuff. Hot seat. Okay, so there's the reward or take shots, which is luck or fucked. Uh, the hot seats. When taking your turn with a hot seat card, you are to throw the beer pong ball normally. If you fail the hot seat question or dare, you and your teammate lose that turn. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So if you get the trivia wrong, then you lose your, your shots. Yeah, but there's also dare. I, I think I saw in one of the pictures, you have to like roll on the ground and scream as if you're on fire. Yeah. <laughs> So to me, the only one that really stands out there is the the luck or fuck mm-hmm. card. Yeah, like I think that's a nice twist on the game. Um, <clears throat> I I agree with old school that it's like it's not much money, right? So at the end of the day, someone took a stab at it. They they actually had a, a completed product. So we've all seen so many of these things where they get they literally have done no fucking homework. They're just basically asking for money. So I can appreciate that. So I'd probably say yes just for that fact, and it's because it's such a low amount of money. But I I also agree with Phil that it's this is not a a major enhancement to the game in my opinion. Um, I mean I think it's cool. I, I like the, the adding to it. Uh, it's just usually when we're playing beer pong, it's you know we're doing mini tournaments and stuff like that. So we we're not really adding to this. But so what I ended up getting from my nephew, it's called Mad Pong, and these guys were a Kickstarter. They were successful. Uh, so it's a change because Mad Pong it's actually hexagonal cups. Uh, and you put a little card. Well, I'll play the video. So, Rebel Games introduces Mad Pong. Video stop loading for you guys. It's still just slow. Yeah. Like you can't write pour in the beer. <laughs> so here, so this actually, you drop these challenge cards in to actually protect your beer. That's retarded. Yeah. Is that necessary? The shot you glass. Just have your shots next. <laughs> Can you just have your beer and? Oh, see, this is the problem. Every time I see these games, it looks like people who never drink or know how to drink. Or yeah, it's it's nerds drink. trying to play this game. Yeah, but it's what, always somebody who's like, yeah. What, what problem are you trying to solve here? As, it, like, 
<laughs> As an engineer, I'm looking at this like, what are you trying to do? Everybody go touch a filthy that trash is, can. There's yeah. a and shot, a shot. That's that's even worse than the last game. So I've got this coming to me from Ontario. Uh, I'm pretty sure their Kickstarter was successful from what I remember. I don't get the point of blocking your drink. Yeah. Well, I so like the, the cup design, though, but the, that's the beer cool. pong. So, you know, you have clean drinks. Yeah, so we're not have just, a solve for already. You put water in the cups and yeah. you drink your beer separately. Yeah, but see, like when we first started playing beer pong at Watsuki's, we were yeah, drinking we were cat shit. hair. <laughs> yeah, <So. exactly. laughs> yeah, but that was our own stupidity. That wasn't yeah. like we could have chosen to drink the beer separately. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So these guys actually made 300% funding on a Kickstarter for this. <laughs> it's always these guys who don't know. Sh- it's like the last one. Uh, how many teams in the NFL? 16? Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck, man. I wonder if he heard NFC instead of NFL. I don't think he heard it. It's his own recorded video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. And the audio was terrible. Exactly. <laughs> I like the variations. It's something interesting. Um, but usually when we're playing tournaments and stuff, it's, you know, we drink our beer on the sides now. But uh, for the Mad Pong, like the whole protecting the beer could be interesting that we'll actually have the booze in the cups again. And it adds the shot element, which could be good but terrible at the same time, considering the age category we're in now. Uh, (laughs) And we haven't been going out and drinking shots since Kevbo's bachelor party two years ago. Pretty much. So. No, you haven't. I have. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You just sit at home and slouch and Chug out of the bottle of Jameson or whatever. When you get together with other parents and the kids go to bed, hmm. the shots come out. Let me tell yeah. you. Uh, all in all, so it sounds like this is actually a yes for this one. It's a it's a it's a very soft yes in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I, I get it. If it was it's on a pity sale fuck. on like at a gift shop or something. Yeah, on I, sale. Yeah, <laughs> it's not even worth the fifteen. It's like I'll get it for ten. Yeah, I'll get it for ten. They just need to release it at like uh, Indigo or Chapters or whatever it is. Yeah, exactly, it's one of those like uh, it's a Christmas. Uh, you got a budget of <laughs> you got a budget of twelve bucks. Let's yeah. go, <laughs> go have fun. It's a good sign. Yeah, so soft yes across the board. But hey, it's rare that you actually get a yes from from us for this game for for anything here on Kickstarter except for the one uh, that old school is still sitting on because I brought it over. We we're supposed to play it and then uh, the world shut down. So there is that. Awesome. Uh, so I got nothing else. If you guys want to uh, take a quick little break from part one, we'll do plugs and final thoughts, and then we'll go to part two of episode 53 with uh, tournament. You guys good? Yeah. yeah. All right. So I'll start with uh, plugs and final thoughts or just plugs. We don't ever really do final thoughts, uh, plugs, promotions, etc. for final thoughts. So we'll start with C money. So I'm going to plug uh, actually, the more I drank this beer tonight, the better it got. So I'm actually going to plug Bench Brewing with the Cherry Grove. It's going to keep a building on you. It's uh, very crushable. So good job, Bench. Very cool. Uh, we'll go with the old school. 450podcast.com. Check out my weight loss journey. Wear a mask. Listen to Dr. <laughs> Fauci and uh, take your fucking vaccine. <laughs> Sounds good. I'm wondering what I gave Cherry Grove. I'm sure I've had it. Uh, I have not had Cherry Grove. I will have to go purchase a Cherry Grove. Cool. Uh, Phil, I know you've been working from home, so you're not spending money on transit and and office stuff, Uh, but do you still need to eat? I still need to eat, uh, so that's pretty much where my income is going. Uh, So please uh, support Spearhead Games. If you like RPGs, check out Stories of Path to Destinies, Omen Sight, and Wishlist Project Witchstone. Very cool. Uh, All these plugs will be in the show notes. As for us, merch is on the way. I actually have 
finally received a design for a t-shirt. Uh, that's more than just our logo. So uh, there will be a t-shirt shop coming up soon. I will announce it once it's up and running on the next episode, uh, when it's fully up and running. Uh, you could buy some All Beer Inside merch. And even though I get fractions of what you purchase, come support the show that way. Uh, you can also support the show by, if you're a Canadian drinker, going to the Craft Tap referral link in the show notes. That just really honestly helps me buy cheaper beer, uh, to be honest. But Craft Tap is pretty awesome. So check these guys out. As for us at All Beer Inside everywhere, allbeerinside at gmail.com is where you can catch us. Uh, you can catch us the episodes as well, available on Apple Podcasts, Google. I don't think Google Play is active at the moment, but we are on Spotify finally. Uh, so check us out, Rogan. Yeah, uh, check us out all there. I'm waiting for my uh, multi-million dollar uh, check so I can move to Austin uh, as well. But just about beer and not about weird shit like Joe Rogan. Uh, and I'm also not a stoner. I'm a drunk. So that's kind of different. And as I say at the end of all episodes, or as we say at the end of all episodes, drink crafts, not crap. Here at All Beer Inside Incorporated, we're committed to bringing you the finest of beer tasting shenanigans. During our research and development, we strive to be on the cutting edge of whatever it is we do here. Our latest collection of sounds compiled by randomly singing and insulting each other have been clinically tested to ensure our golden caliber of excellence. And by clinically tested, I mean I got drunk and played them for this guy, Billy, who lives down the street. I think he works in a clinic. You can never tell with Billy. When you are listening to a All Beer Inside podcast, you should be confident of the fact that it is composed of vibrations that form a mechanical wave of pressure and displacement which travel through the air, where they are transmitted to your nerves and then relays information to your temporal lobe, where it is registered as sound. We guarantee to bring only the finest of beer tasting shenanigans with the comforter of our golden promise. They will always be between 20 hertz and 20 kilohertz, the range of human hearing. Go fuck yourself.